We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. Mr. Carlo Navas with me today as my voice comes back to normal. Frankie G. We have enough. 2K coach, host of pregaming. We have enough. Listen, <clears throat> chat says hashtag crush the corgi. <laughs> you know what? You're so right. I'm going to put that in the Chiron. I, I That is 100% <laughs> true. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Let me see. I'm going to hashtag trust. Okay, that's a lot of words. Hashtag <laughs> trust the corgi. I don't know if you, you guys spelled are, it right in the first try. I know. Oh, I, was, I was looking right at it. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know in the audience or if you're a podcast listener, there's a corgi on Twitter who is picking games by throwing. They throw the corgi a little basketball and the corgi uh, knocks the ball into one of two baskets for every series. And this fucking corgi is on a hot streak right now. And the Corgi says Heat and Six. The Corgi says Heat and Six. Uh, so, we're, Frankie, that begs the question. Do we trust the Corgi? I had Heat and Six from the beginning of the series. I couldn't reveal it because we have to make game-to-game <laughs> predictions in pre-gaming. But with it, uh, if you ask Lou, I said Heat and Six before the series. <laughs> uh, I, I respect the Knicks. I think I think they gave different problems than uh, the Bucks did, and um, and then obviously with the Jimmy injury, it definitely helped secure my my pick. I think if Jimmy never gets hurt, uh, this very easily should, could have been done in Heat and Five. But um, well, it's I Jimmy think and Heat Five, six. as Alf says. Yeah, it's, it's Jimmy, and <laughs> five. Hemi, Hemi, Hemi and Five. So shout out to What Fig says, resubscribe at Prime, fourteen months. We love you. Says can't wait for tips to figure out how to play four guys sixty minutes next game. That'll be really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, I see ta- uh, Tasty Tanker says Tatum playing like Prime Denzel Washington right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate, he is not him game ever. Saw Brady Hawk on Twitter say, I, I hope this puts the Jimmy uh, and-, and Tatum things to rest. Uh, it won't. Oof. Uh, as Paul George is still mentioned in the same breath as Jimmy, but you never know. Uh, also, what Fig said said Corgi's name is Scott Foster. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, 
Um, guys, we're just going to get in and out real quick. You know, we just wanted to do a show. Uh, I would have done a show earlier, but I went to yoga. Shout out to uh, shout out to Flow State at Mint Body Studio. They're they're the goats mm-hmm. down here in Miami. If you live in the Kendall Bird Road area, check them out. Mondays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. with Rosie. My goat. That's a, that's a free plug for Rosie, my goat. But I'm refreshed. I've been, I've shavasanaed. I'm all, I, I, Frankie, I have enlightenment. Oh, as I, you know, at, at the end of a yoga practice, you know, after, after you're dead, you, you don't, you, you really, your soul has left your body from the amount of strenuous work you just did. And you lay in a shavasana, which is essentially, you just, it's basically grown up nap time mm-hmm. after yoga. And you hear like the sound bowl. And really it's like a, it's like your soul leaves and comes back to your body. And I, I realized some things about this series. You know, the Heat are better than the Knicks. Wow. And I think we know that through six games, or through five mm-hmm. games, I should say. We get a sixth game at home. That doesn't mean they're going to win. But I do, Frankie, They, there are not many cards to play for either team. I thought one of the things New York did yesterday was they got into early offense for Brunson and they tried to eliminate the amount of help that Miami could send his way. So by speeding up the offense, you have some guys trailing in transition. You were able to kind of minimize some things. And I thought that really helped him. I thought Jimmy's kind of injury kind of limited his work at the nail, which we talked about a lot. Um, Randall had a good shooting night, which I think he's super up and down on the road. It's going to be pretty tough, but I think given all that we know, I think the Heat, the Knicks, Frankie, have not presented a problem that is unsolvable to Miami. And and I think that matters a lot in playoff basketball. Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. It's it, This is the first time Thibs has gone this deep in a series versus Spo. I don't think we That's can, talk, so we true. can mention, mention that enough. This is the third time they've matched up, and this is the first time it's gone past five. Um but it, this is the Thibs th- thing. He has, like, he has one move. <laughs> He's not going to change. He doesn't have many things to to switch it up on. He's going to be very conservative more. as a coach. Yeah, he plays guys a lot more. That's his go-to. Uh, he plays less guys. That's his other go-to. It's, it's uh, all right, I'd normally run nine guys. Today, we're running seven. Like, that's, that's what he does. Um, yeah, it, like you said, they've really – match up well with this team like credit to the Knicks they're they're a good solid team um I just think they're they've shown time and time again that they've they're really inexperienced and and in the playoffs that really matters you've talked extensively about the uh I think it was Kevin Artovitz yeah grown man win series grown ass men Um, and and exactly um but these these playoffs have really shown that the emotional maturity matters and like if you're if you've been around the sport like you know how crucial the <laughs> I, I can't get past you just did that live on stream god damn it i finally got it i've been trying for to the get pod, it for days for, for, for the pod audience g just put like some anime figure on his bike it's mi- my mid my it's my vivi Nendroid, and she is my wife jesus christ no! <laughs> i hate it i hate it now um I, I think there's uh, a lot of emotional maturity that the Knicks are lacking overall. You've seen it with Randall, especially. He has 
horrendous body uh, language. He has a horrible attitude. They, I've never seen a, a star player, a star player in quotations, because that's, that's a New York Knicks star, um, get booed on, in a home game in the playoff like that, like as when he's checking in. Like the, the Knicks team wasn't even uh, standing for him at that point. Barrett's had moments too where he's lost his head way too easily. And like you don't see that with the Heat. They're they're cool. They're co- composed. Uh, Kyle, you know, will will go at a, a ref every time, every for every fucking call. But they're for the most part, like it never affects their play and their effort. Um, I thought last game, um, I thought last night they they had some moments though that they kind of waited on the Knicks to quit, and um, it, it didn't it didn't look like they were ready to snatch that game like with the intensity. Um, needed and and that second quarter, second and third quarter really showed uh, that they gave the Knicks life and and you know they had the, it's hard to climb out of a 90 point hole on the road especially when you're struggling to shoot so um, I think they learned from that hurt. and your star player is really limited from what and you your do second on both star ends. player has a fucking busted hand and he can't do much because nobody's hitting shots and he can't move inside. Because of that, but um, I think they they shoot better next game. Jimmy's um, gets another day off and hopefully looks a lot a lot better, and healthier, and and they take this momentum and to to try to finish the series now. A couple of things to chat. Number one, my waifu is not Walmart Miku. <laughs> Fuck you. It's just Vivi is so much better than Hatsune Miku. Okay. Uh, number two, Skinny McGee says, "Is that Hannah? No, that's not Hannah. That's Vivi. Hannah, hey, <laughs> call me call me babe. Uh, Hannah." Miss her so much, man. Nashville, oh, you don't, Frankie, you don't get it. You weren't uh, there. You you weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there. Um, I listen. I agree with everything you said. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, you, uh, you just reminded me of a story with uh, this lady uh, named Hannah too. That she was this Brazilian older lady, like like I'm talking like our parents' age difference here. And she owned. She was a manager at this beach in uh, this beach hotel in in West Palm. And she would always give. Uh, she was friends with my uh, my cousin, so she gave us a lot of like discounts and stuff. We would always stay there for like weeks for the summer and for spring break and shit. Uh, you know, right on the beach, great. Well, she had a very thick accent, and uh, one time, you know, we're staying there, and she brings a plunger for me, and she's because uh, because the uh, bathtub won't drain, and I have to like pump it. And she's talking to my uncle, and, she, and he's like, "Oh, Hannah, you you lost a lot of weight. You look great." She goes, "I got a Cuban boyfriend. He is." The, he is bleeping the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm losing so much weight. And then as I'm, he, she's saying this while I'm pumping the why, plunger. Why, 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 in the why, why, yeah, pump and, go. and then she's going, I can't concentrate, obviously, because what That's the hell is, funny, I'm like 17. Yeah. And there's this lady's t- talking like this. And she, when she, she turns to me mid conversation, she goes, Fasta, 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 Fasta. And I, I, <laughs> she did that on know, purpose. The, she, the image, obviously. <laughs> so that's my Hannah story. Um, Yeah. Well, that's my Hannah story. Is uh, I mean, we're not gonna get into that. You can sub to the Patreon for that for the extra story. Hey, listen, this is the only analysis you get here. My, I think I think it's funny how like I I I fancy ourselves some of the better X's and O's people doing doing content out here, and I I fancy the podcast. It's really changed. The pod used to be goofy. Now Hangover Time is a goofy one, right? The pod is now serious basketball talk. And I'm glad that we're going back to our roots and uh, talking shit and, and saying inside <laughs> jokes from Hangover Time about this Having white woman time. named Hannah that is, people are claiming it's a fiction of my imagination. Uh, last thing from Chad, <laughs> we'll get back into it. Uh, Smith and Smolnik says, your admiration for white women, Terry Crews, and then said, she went from, 
She went from hentai to Heather. <laughs> hentai to Heather. This is a fantastic line. <laughs> That's so Frankie, good. Frankie, the one thing I noticed from the game that to me kind of voided the rest of the results. I listen, I I'm gonna, you know, I'm not on Twitter, so I'm not gonna boister shit I don't believe. Um Jason Jalen Brunson played excellent. He's a very good player. Um, I have really underestimated him all year. He's he's really good. He's a good scorer. He's strong. Cute season. Cute, cute season. Now you bet your ass that when if the Heat win tomorrow, I'm tweeting out cute with 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 a gif or something. I have, I have it planned out <laughs> if they win. But he's good. He's good. And, and in an elimination game, uh, on your on your home floor against a team that has kind of overwhelmed you, for you to put up that kind of performance is pretty big time. Uh, playing all those minutes, you know, especially Randall got his eye poked. Uh, and they're banged up, too. Mitchell Robinson has a bad hip. He's playing mm. on a bad ankle as well. Uh, Randall got poked in the eye and is playing on, like, a fucked-up ankle. So everybody's <laughs> banged up this time of year. No excuses, but just shout-out to Jalen Brunson for, you know, really. And, and he did it. He didn't just do it off, like, he hit a bunch of threes. It was, like, putting his head down and going to the basket, you know, kind of doing it the hard way. So I just want to give a quick shout-out to Jalen Brunson. But, Frankie, what I actually want to talk about was they were doubling Jimmy off every pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And Bond and I talked about this on our spaces today. He just got off the ball way too late. And they mm-hmm. at the end of that game, it'd be like Duncan or Kyle screening for him, and they flare. And Jimmy has to know to get rid of the ball as soon as that second guy comes so that those guys can get a wide-open shot or, 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 be, or better, they get in rotation. And yeah. he just was out of it yesterday in a way that was a little strange, put up a good stat line, but just didn't make the right choices. And I thought that was kind of the difference in the game. Yeah, um, we've talked about this a lot, about how the, a lot of the issues with the starting lineup uh, when, they, when they would get into trouble is when they would hold on to the ball too long. And it wasn't just Jimmy. It was Bam. It was Tyler. It was Duncan. They, it was Duncan. Like the, It would stagnate a lot. And that's why when Kyle's in, he, he does a really good job of making sure the ball moves side to side. And Unless it's Kyle help. time. Yeah, let's just go outside. But um, yeah, I mean, Jimmy, I definitely think Jimmy was out of sorts. Uh, I've never seen him make like so many bad decisions on both ends yesterday. Like he had a, a, a really good night in the box score, really good Jimmy game in the box score. But if you, you saw there were so many breakdowns and that were like not Jimmy Butler-esque, um, like he wasn't blowing shit up. Uh, they they were, went to a hack of Mitch Robinson. When has Spo ever done that? I don't remember that in I all of Spo's tenure. I don't even remember the regular season Spo doing Yeah. Like, even a troll. I've never, I don't remember Spo doing that. Um, but it, it's Did just. Did anybody ask him about that? No, nobody holds him accountable. That's Alex Davies. and Brady's job. That, yeah. Somebody got to ask I mean... him tomorrow at shoot around. <laughs> Can somebody pregame? Hey, Alex or Brady. I, I don't know if those people listen to this podcast. Well, Alex does. I don't know Brady. <laughs> Brady's big time. If one of you listen, Ethan. Somebody, Ramil, Anthony, Ira, Barry. No way, Barry. Lost that down Anthony, Anthony Chang. Anthony Chang, who didn't vote Bam Adebayo, top three defensive player of the year. Uh, you are exposed, sir. Um, Tim Reynolds. No way, Tim Reynolds listen to this podcast. Any one of you fucking media people, can you ask Spo tomorrow what the thinking was? Unless you already did, and then just let me know. Um, <laughs> Van Hype says Barry would ask Bo with no regard for human life. I don't think you guys have not seen Barry and Ira in a scrum the way I have. That shit is art. That shit is. You don't know what it's like when Dwayne Wade's in the locker 
and they got to get to Dwayne because the way it works is like Dwayne is at his locker and then obviously everybody wanted to talk to Dwayne. And then it's like the rest of us fight for scraps. It's like, oh, it's just Jay Rich. Can I, can you think I, maybe I could get Jay Rich today or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Dwayne, and, and Barry and Ira are like the Mitchell Robinson and Hartenstein against the Cavs. They're like fucking bulldoze everybody for like, you know, to get good positioned offensive rebound <laughs> or get good question asking for Dwayne. It's great. It was honestly like watching Jokic, like seeing them go like tip for tap for question. It is truly like Jokic versus Booker in that third quarter. The other G, day. I, I picture G doing a compilation like the Knicks fans on Bam's dirty plays with this. Yeah, <laughs> Knicks fans are focusing on Bam's. Knicks fans went to Twitter and they took video of every play that they called dirty, quote unquote, by Bam. Uh, or a Frankie, moving screen. Yeah, and, or a moving and... screen. Which, I don't know what's funnier. The dirty plays, I'm like, I think it's kind of lame, but whatever. The moving screen thing is sad. That's what, like, uh, Rockets fans used to do <laughs> to fucking to Draymond Green. And I was like, I'm old enough to remember, but we made fun of them for doing that. And you're no different. Cowards. And they're like, Heat fans complain about the officials too. Okay, but when we make fun of Scott Foster, it's funny. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, like, and it, 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 everyone hates Scott Foster. Everyone hates Scott, Scott Foster. Foster. The fact, bro, he's called the Extender. Like he <laughs> has a nickname. Like, yeah, we're gonna make fun of Scott Foster because it's fucking funny. Like Nick fans, like you do it too. And I was like, I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you people as to why calling Scott Foster the Extender is funny, and you taking hours out of your life to co- to make a moving screen compilation is sad. If you don't get that, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. It's it's awful, man. Scott, oh, like, and Vane like, hypes right. The Rockets fans were conference contenders. This team's a second round exit. Yeah, this is this is a dream season for the Knicks. This is like a banner year. They're going to be talking about this for for decades until the next time they make it in the second round. Frankie, I feel like Miami gave like these fans like happiness for like another two days, and I hate that. 
Dude, they they got beat uh, by Trey Young, and they were out on the streets for for the one game they won. In, Why are they in that still series? saying "fuck Trey Young" like you beat him? He beat you. <laughs> he Dude, owns fuck you. Fuck Trey Young on like side talk, and I'm like, you guys are chanting that like you guys won, and they're like, "That's Tom Brady, fuck you." And it's like, well, Tom Brady. <laughs> well, I guess if they're Giants fans, I don't know. Depends. It's- it, it- so funny that they're going on the internet considering their last championship was before the internet like be serious for like the, this fandom doesn't make was sense Paul Abdul uh, even a Laker girl when they won their last championship <laughs> there are hall of famers who weren't born the last time the the, the Knicks won a championship that's, 1973 my that's before my mother was born that's crazy so like wild. Frankie wasn't even like a thought no Frankie wasn't even a dream no. This beautiful Cuban Dominican man that's just before you. Wasn't even, you can wasn't see even... my fucking cat in the background on the show. That cat TV. wasn't even born yet. That cat definitely wasn't born. That fucking deviled. Um, she devil over there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nick fans are weird. They're fighting with me. Somebody told me Gainesville's a nicer city than Miami. I've heard it all today. <laughs> Frankie, I, Frankie, I've heard it all today. I, you know, I I've, wanna... I... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I've heard that Gainesville shit since we were in like high school with people in UF defending. Oh, it's great. It's great. But you moved back as soon as you graduated. You moved back to Miami, didn't you? Fucking, I hate I hate the Gators, bro. I don't even I like – I'm like not a Canes fan. Like I went to FIU and like I don't know. I didn't grow up a Canes fan, so like I don't care about them. But like, man, I, I'll fucking ride with the I, – I, I like probably don't like the Canes because I think Canes fans are annoying as an FIU student. But I will fucking – bleed orange and green if they play <laughs> the gators fuck the gators bro fuck, fuck fsu too i don't like fsu you shouldn't i don't like them at least at least the hurricanes are like a respectable bad acc team jonathan isaac went to fsu okay so that's enough said well i not, not to that's a not to steer too far in another direction with jonathan isaac but i saw that aaron Rodgers is making his debut as a jet on 9-11 Oh, I don't know if uh, Frankie, you're a Packer fan. Are you familiar with this 9-11 game? No. Aaron Rodgers once told the New Yorker to do some research on 9-11. Oh, God. On his team, on, on the Packers. Man, I I, I hate that guy now. I, he, he's <laughs> literally the reason I became a Packers fan, and I, I can't stand it. so over, dude. He's And then the other thing, and, and the owner of the Jets is a pharmaceutical uh, guy. <laughs> so this I, the fact that he's in... The epic, the, the the center of the of the pandemic, um, on nine eleven for a pharmaceutical guy as Aaron Rodgers is like I saw a tweet. It's like he can't tell me the NFL is not scripted. <laughs> That's it's beautiful. Story. Jackson five, but Frankie. Last thing I want to close on hashtag trust the corgi is, I, you know, let's step away from like basketball and X's and O's and all that shit. Let's talk about the fact that it is May eleventh. And the Heat are playing games that matter. And the it's Heat wild. have a chance. I had to. Yeah, I, thought, I thought that's what all it was. You were just reflecting on that. No, <laughs> that I, the Heat are still alive right now. Somehow. We have to roll on. Let's, let's take a moment to gather. Let's take a moment. No, honestly, let's take a moment. And Frankie, <laughs> I, I may be presumptuous, but you know, I was going to go to Cape Cod in, in, in June. I had to cancel that trip because... I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where they're going to be in two weeks. And you can't say for certain. And the fact that yeah. we're having this conversation and that this is happening, I think it's a testament to the players 
I don't want to give the organization too much credit, but they <laughs> went out not. and got Kevin Love and they signed Caleb Martin to a long-term deal. So good for them. But, <laughs> and suppose the fucking madman of madmen. But, but Frankie, man, it, it's crazy. Like it's such a shit season and that they're playing games that matter with a shot at the conference finals and potentially the finals. That's crazy, dude. It, it's what Jimmy deserves. Everybody up their game for the playoffs. Spo upped his game. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. I think they're going to win tomorrow. I hope I don't eat those words. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, losing to the, like, I'm just, I'm just stunned that we're here. And I'm fucking proud of this group. Um, I, I, without first, hero. Uh, <laughs> I, thank you for bringing up Tyler. Cause I, I, I also forgot to mention that I felt yesterday was the first time they miss really missed Tyler. Yeah. Uh, without well, a game too, I, I think. I, th- I think more so this game. Yeah. I Cause agree. I think game two, uh, I still think game two, they lost because of defensive breakdowns at the end. Um, like, I think they had enough offensively. They just had a couple rebounding breakdowns and defensive breakdowns that ultimately cost them at the end. Uh, but th- this game where they had more lulls offensively and I felt like they really missed Tyler's just consistency, uh, in, in his spots where the Knicks give up the mid range and stuff like that. Um, so I do want to just give him credit real quick and, and yeah, like Spo has, was a good coach before the big three, during the big three, after the big three. Um, when he became like a amazing coach, like and, and by good coach, great coach, whatever you want to call it, he was a top five, top 10 coach in the league, uh, no matter what you call it. I, I really think the 30 and 11 is when he became th- this became MacGyver, like give him any, any kind of fucking roster and he's going to figure it out. That's where he really had to like grow and and learn from all his mistakes and and make something out of nothing. He and really like is ever the since then, of coaches. like he, Pat and the front office like, say, "Hey, we're gonna give you chicken shit. I want exquisite d- divine." He's that dinner he's tonight. that Instagram guy. Have you seen him where they're like, or the TikTok guy, and they're like, "Hey, make my Chick Fil A gourmet." Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He like like. Like Spo, Pat is going, hey, I've got thyme. I've got a, a, a half a garlic. I've got this. I've got a, a day-old ham. Make this into – Alexa, what can I cook with this? A kind of, a, a kind of bad avocado. Yeah, kind of A little oxidized. A little too brown. A little too brown for that. Um, and and he's just not ready to, to, to let it go because he's like, I can make something out of this. But that's – Spo, like credit to Spo, he's done an insane job. I don't think there's any coach in the league that could have pulled this roster with this season together and and had this kind of run. Credit to the players too, like they've obviously stepped up and had to defend the likes of Giannis and and Drew Holiday and and uh, Brooke and all these guys. When that, the lights uh, were brightest, Frankie, they played their best. Yeah. And they've been fantastic these playoffs. Uh, hopefully, it continues to, uh, tomorrow. Close this shit out. But you know, you do have to take a moment in in the moment to to really just appreciate it. Yeah. Just appreciate it. Like it, it, these, you know, w- when you're <laughs> when you're go- looking at an eleven and thirty roster uh, seven years ago, and and uh, or whatever, whenever it was. When you're looking at that and you're seeing fucking a lot of Luke Babbitt, a lot of Luke Babbitt, you're like, when is this ever going to end? And, you know, now you're playing meaningful basketball because Jimmy Butler wanted to be here and Bam's grown into an all-star 
uh, defensive player of the year contender, uh, only player in the last four, uh, to be top five in Depoy voting all the last four years. Not Giannis hasn't done that. Really? Kawhi Not even Dwight Howard? No, definitely not. No, in the last four years, I don't oh, know. Okay, about okay. Before. I was like, wait, I was like, do I didn't do that? No, no, no. I mean, like current guys. Like, that's no, crazy. Dray Draymond hasn't done that. That's uh, testament to that motherfucker. That's consistency, man. And and you know he he made himself into something. Um, you know, all these undrafted guys making a career out of nothing and Frankie, working. Duncan was left for dead. And he was Duncan was a backup in college. Duncan was Duncan. We were ready. We were all fucking ready to trade him for like a negative contract. Except for Alf. Except uh, for Alf. Apparently Alf the never are evaporating right now. Oh yeah. baby. Tatum, Tatum with the lead. Oh God. James Harden just threw up on himself. I loved it. Let's go. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. We go to a game seven. Oh baby! Hope that's not us tomorrow. Oh, hey, uh, the other guy, Frankie, Kyle fucking Low no, hey, wait, <laughs> Kyle fucking <laughs> Kyle's been great, man. Kyle has been the guy that I wanted. I, I, um, real quick, I, I, you mentioned this uh, in the spaces too, but. Them not going to Kyle, them like taking Kyle out on the fifth foul and not getting him back sooner, I think really cost him. The I game. wish they had challenged that. I don't know. I'm not a ref, right? That, I, that fourth foul, yeah, the charge. I and that's a hard call to make if you're a coach because every guy thinks they got there on time. You know, you know especially I mean? Kyle. Especially <laughs> Kyle. It's like he's the motherfucker that cried wolf. But I saw that and I was like, damn, he was there. Yeah. No, I, I I completely agree with you. I I think he was there. He was stationary. He was strike. Like I I think that was more like a sixty forty call at at worst uh, that they got the wrong way. So I I think they should Spo should have challenged it. But he's always he's always saving those. They don't stack Spo. They don't he's stack. Gonna, I, whatever. I, I get wanting to keep the time out. I I yeah. think in that instance, I normally like keeping the time. I think you keep it for like some fucking momentum changing late call that like is make or break for you. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But, man, he has – listen, people were calling him their least favorite Heat player ever. That was not – people were like, I don't like him more than Hassan. You know what I mean? Like, this was not yeah. – people fucking said he was the worst contract in Heat history. That There's been a lot of bad contracts, and not that recently. <laughs> like, on the current roster. Like, dog, like, on the current roster, like, fucking right before Jimmy got here. Jimmy was one of those guys left in one of those. Like, you know what I Jimmy mean? Jimmy like, got traded for one of those bad, horrible contracts. And I don't think anyone feels that way anymore. I think that fans have kind of seen him for who he is. And he's not, you know, he'll make enough shots when he's healthy. But it goes beyond the box score. The impact is there. Uh, and I said this in the spaces. There's like a play where Randall gets an offensive rebound in the middle of their run and Lowry strip. That's so huge. Get the ball back and run. And he pushes pace as the low man. And Miami uses him as that last as that last weak side rotation, man, a lot <laughs> kind of rotates strip. Not even, Charge. he doesn't even have to make a play on the ball because he's so, he's such a threat doing that. The guys have to re the, the offensive player, has to readjust, and it lets Jimmy or Bam or somebody, Caleb, get there in time so they can put two on the ball. And yep. they know that they can't put the ball back down. And they're under duress. And he just makes winning play after winning play. And I'm so happy that he fans 
know that I'm not a crazy person, like as to why I love him, because he just does. He's done shit like that his whole career. And it's so fucking annoying. But when it's on your team, you're just like, how does he keep doing this? And I'm just happy that at 37 years old, you're obviously seeing a diminished version of, of what he's been, but steps up when he needs to. You can see he has a pull-up game. He can get to the lane. Frankie, he's drawing help on his drives. Yeah. Like Yeah, he's he's driving. He's getting by people. He's being crafty, uh, using his body. He's putting it. Uh, anytime they go over the screen on in pick and roll, he's putting them in jail and being crafty, being being like vintage Kyle at times. Not 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 consistently, but there are spurts of it, and you can see it. You can't draw it all the time. You can't play. You know, he's not going to be the seventeen and eight guy he was in his prime with elite defense. Uh, but he's being a leader and he's making winning plays. In the minutes that matter, everybody wants him on the floor, and I mm -hmm. think that's. That's huge and big time. So I just I love my guy. I want to give him a shout out and the whole team, bro. They're awesome. Game seven, game six. Excuse me. Game Don't six, jinx it. Damn. Game six. A corgi. Hashtag trust the corgi. Game six trust tomorrow in Miami. I tried to look at tickets. They are five hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, five. That's oh, why you need to connect. Uh, chat says Kyle fucking straight up chucks on drives when he crashes under the basket. They're one hundred percent field goal percentage. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the Kyle. The my favorite uh, Kyle move is the one where you're talking about like they go over the screen and he fucking hit the brakes and the guy crashes into his hip and then he pulls up for a jumper and they get he gets a foul. It's so yeah. fucking it's so if I'm a player, like it happened to Josh Hart like twice, he was so fucking annoyed. He's like, You gotta so be fucking kidding me. Cause he just sticks his fat ass out and you just fucking you you crash into it. My favorite is when he hits that hits the shot and gets the foul call and like gets yeah. it, gives you a nice little fist pump like yeah yeah <laughs> been doing that for years to. or he'll fall like on his chest a lot and like he'll just like slap the floor like, yeah like he looks like a like he looks like a magic carp like I, I've never I don't think the Heat have had like listen the Heat have had some elite whiners like Dwayne Wade is a Hall of oh, Fame Hall whiner. of Fame whiner like there there were plays where in the finals where Dwayne didn't get a call and three plays have gone by and Dwayne hasn't Frankie, moved from the rest side. Frankie, do you remember against Oklahoma City the first year LeBron was here? He he did not get a call. He did not get a foul call. It was like it was a late game situation. He didn't get a call. He's screaming at the ref. They're about to tee him up and he fucking punches the fucking thing that holds up the <laughs> backboard. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like that's fucking <laughs> Dwayne Wade, baby. He's he, doing so funny, man. My God. And then, and and we had PJ Tucker last year was a fucking whiner I think PJ's, too. I think PJ is worse than Kyle. P, no, because listen, because Kyle, I, I think Kyle hurts because he's smaller. <laughs> he's like a little kid. Because Kyle, Kyle will get knocked on the ground, and before he's even like ascertained that he's fucking, he just got hit. He's like, "Where's the call? Where's the call? I was right there. I was right there." But PJ, PJ's like. The fucking open mouth, head, hand over head. PJ, PJ was up there, bro. PJ's up there. No, the, no, definitely. PJ is up there. PJ, I mean, obviously, Kyle, LeBron, LeBron goes without saying. I don't Hassan, think LeBron's Dion. in that tier, though. No, not not in that tier, but he is, he is a whiner. He, he was more selective. Like, I remember uh, Coach Tony used to always say, yeah, well, well, well LeBron only argues when, when he's got something to say, and he's right. He's always going to be right on those calls. He's very selective. Fortunately, he's right. God, I miss him so much. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. Uh, well, Justice. No, just, Justice never argued. 
No, Justice did it. Neither did uh, Jimmy. Dion, Dion definitely fucking argued a lot. Yeah, Dion was like part of your Dwayne. Yeah, no. Jimmy is actually the <laughs> anti Dwayne. Does, does not argue. He does, he just hustles back. He's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he has it has to be like really bad. It, it's it's so funny that they're like so close because they, they really aren't that similar. Like we love them, but their play Jimmy's styles more UD, and that might yeah. be why they get along. I think so. The respect is there, and and because and Dwayne was so washed by the time he got to Chicago. Where like that's where he really took a took a drop Wade. off. Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> I love the when when they traded for him. Pat said you had your last <laughs> you had your last pancake. You've fat had boy. your last pancakes, fat boy. What a classic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chat says Jimmy's just like yeah, I laid him out. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. You know what? It, Go ahead. Jimmy Jimmy also doesn't foul. <laughs> like Jimmy has one Bro, foul. Bro, that's game. the other thing. Jimmy plays like <laughs> fucking forty minutes, and you look one foul, zero turnovers. How? <laughs> I was when when they were doing the hack and Mitch, I was looking for like who are they gonna use to foul, and I'm, I'm like, why are you using Jimmy? I'm like, oh, Jimmy called for his second foul. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's fucking. I, you know, Frankie, uh, as we head out here, not the not the not the show I thought we'd do facing a game six at home that. It's very important. It can't lose this game, but nah, I don't know. It feels there's a there's a certain air in here, certain feels. So the Sixers lost, right? Yeah, Sixers lost. I I definitely think like to to touch on that. I I do think, you know, it's okay for us to be lackadaisical about it, but you know, the Heat need some urgency on this one. They they have to come with that same kind of urgency, like in Game Five when they had uh, against the Bucks. They had an opportunity. They they fell behind early, and as soon as Milwaukee took the foot off the gas, they went and snatched it. The they Sixers didn't do that. Eighty-six American points in an NBA playoff game in twenty twenty-three. No, and it was like 79-79. Like it was right there. Dog, what? Hold up. What was that? Is that the lowest? Okay, so the Sixers. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something live on air. The Sixers had eighty-six today. The last team that scored under 90 was also the Sixers in game game two. Um, we got Phoenix had one in here. So twice Phoenix, twice Philly, once Phoenix. That's crazy. Is that it? Is that my, oh, the, the Grizzlies once. And that's that's it. That's yeah. that's insane. What a bunch of fucking losers. Bozos. What a bunch of bozos. I think Cleveland did it. Oh, yeah. Cleveland had 79. Jesus Christ, bro. (laughs) Mobley's a fraud. Jared Allen is a joke. Bro, what a bunch of of fucking babies. Well, I I fucking hate Jared Allen. I'm so glad Bam punched him in the face. Along with Bam. So, we'll see you tomorrow for pregaming and hangover time. Hopefully a closeout game. Hopefully all Brass's production work won't go to waste. (laughs) He may kill somebody. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I worry. Get it! Get it! <laughs> I don't fuck funny. I don't think you guys understand how funny. I'm gonna take you behind the scenes right before we get out of here. Before a hangover time, Brass is at his most stressed. But where's oh it? My God. Why? Where? Bon, Bon, can you hear Bon? Oh, bon leaves because her internet's fucked up. Oh God. G, G, stop fucking around. G, stop. Where the fuck is Alf? Alf comes in. Hello, can you hear me? Adjusting headphone. Brass, yeah, I can hear you. Alf, oh, fuck. And then he fucking fiddles. And then he's like, oh, God damn it. Tiff, y'all, y'all can hear me? And Brass is like, yeah, we're good, Tiff, because Tiff is the only motherfucker Brass respects around here. Bond comes back. <laughs> then Brass, where the fuck is Kenny? Ken- 
Somebody, somebody message Kenny. Kenny comes in, fucking glitching out. Brass, fuck it. Just, just go live. Just go live. Just go live. It's so funny. You guys don't understand. He's at his most stressed. And then, and then right before he hits live, he goes, have a good show. <laughs> he does all it's the time. so funny. I love that guy. Brass is the best. Uh, tune in to Hangover Time tomorrow. Tune in to pregame tomorrow as we bring you some Game 6 Friday coverage. Uh, hoping, hoping it's a win. Cat on screen. We love y'all. Jimmy, Jimmy and five. We call her Big Purr. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.